everyone. Welcome back to the Rambling Young Minister podcast. This is Pastor Blake Hart. And today I want to talk about something that's very close to my heart. And this last April was my first full year of pastoral ministry as a lead pastor here at Hillside Baptist Church in Anchorage, Alaska. And within that first year of ministry, man, you talk about a shotgun blast of learning. I mean, every day was just trying to figure out something new, um, trying to figure out a, a better way of dealing with something, having things come across my desk that seminary in no way prepared me for. Um, and it was just, it was a lot of learning, a lot of growing through sometimes many successes and also um, some failure in between. And today I want to kind of give you what I think are six principles that are vital for every pastor's first year of ministry. Uh, and I'm just going to use this for going into a new church. No matter where you are, um, these are six principles that you need to establish from the get-go. And I think if you take these principles and you set them as a precedence, then the entirety of your ministry um, will be successful as it comes to rightly and faithfully shepherding the Lord's sheep. All right, so the first principle is right from the get-go, preach the Word. Preach the Word, the whole Word, and nothing but the Word. Um, many times we come into the church thinking that we, we need to have the perfect, most awesome, relevant sermon series. Um, so we're going through sermon series ideas and things like that, and, and, and there's a time and place for that, I guess. But I want you to realize that if you open the table of contents in your Bible, you have 66 sermon series right from the get-go that are going to take you a lifetime of ministry to even think about coming close to fully expounding. And within that full word is everything that we need as believers, everything that a Christian needs to grow in godliness, to call people to repentance, to speak to every area of life. There are principles found in that word. So if you preach the whole counsel of God's word, you will be more than relevant, I can assure you. So preach the Word. Show the people your love for the Word. They need to realize that as you preach the Word, we are not trying to grow our own little personality cults. We're not trying to create our own little disciples. We are trying to edify and equip disciples of Christ. And there's only one way to do that, and that's to preach the Word. So preach the Word, brothers. Secondly, pray, pray, and then pray some more. There is nothing more vital to your ministry than your prayer life. Spend the vast majority of your time in prayer. Um, one of the things that we talk about, you know, I just talked about preaching the Word. Spend a vast amount of your time in your study praying over the text. Lord, open my eyes to see the truth therein. Lord, help me with this. Your ministry needs to be one that is spent on the constant on your knees they need to be spent on your knees i i forget who who it was said i believe it was aw tozer who when asked um a young man came to him and said you know i'd like to be a preacher and how do i know if i have the skills necessary it was said that tozer i believe asked him to lift up his pants leg and he looked at his knees and he said when those are fully calloused then you will know you are ready for ministry. And that is the reality, to be on our knees, to be before the Lord in constant, humble prayer, not only for the Word, 
not only for our families, but for our congregation. One of the things that I practice doing, and I advise every minister to do this, is get a copy of your church directory. Keep it in the top drawer of your desk, and every day um, go through there and pray through the name. Just pray over those families in your church. Just cover them in prayer. Um, the Lord covers us in prayer, and as under-shepherds, we should do the same for our flock. Thirdly, we are to prioritize our family. Beloved, everything that you do, everything in your ministry will try and take the time away from your family. You have got to prioritize your time and prioritize your family in the midst of that. I think um, it was uh, Stephen Lawson, Dr. Stephen Lawson, who said that he, he gives his mornings to God, he gives his afternoons to men, and he gives his evenings to his family. And whatever that looks like, I'm not saying that that's the, the formula for you, but whatever that is, your family needs to be prioritized. One of these things that I don't think we understand as pastors is one of the most difficult jobs in the church is being a pastor's wife. The expectations that come with that are sometimes just ridiculous. And the reality of that is we need to protect our spouses. We need to protect our children. The expectations placed on them as being pastor's wives or pastor's kids is ridiculous. We need to prioritize them. We need to put them first because they are first and foremost our ministry. Fourthly, we should practice transparency. Be open with your congregation. Be open with your elders. Let them know where you stand. Um, right from the get-go in our ministry, on the day of my, um, when I did my candidating sermon here for Hillside, I put forth at the end of the sermon 10 resolutions for what I would resolve to do as a pastor. And there was in there, there were things about specific times. I was very specific about the time that I wanted with my family. There were specific aspects that I wanted within regards to my study uh, with on, within my own personal develop that I put right out there at the beginning. And that was vital because sometimes we, we try to just kind of cover up those things. We, we want to be the perfect model that we need to make our church happy or to get that pastoral position that we want. But at the end of the day, you're not hurting anybody but yourself and your congregation. Most of the time, if you're transparent and honest and open, not only will your congregation respect you more and see you as another just a sinner in desperate need of the grace of God, um, but they will also be much more willing to say, you know what, he needs this sabbatical. He needs um, that extra day off with his family. Um, let's help give him some extra money and work it within the budget so that part of his salary can go towards continual education. Whatever that may be, that's only possible if there's transparency. So practice transparency. Um, fifthly, protect your time. Protect your time. Listen, like I said, going back to prioritizing your family, every single moment of your calendar will be taken if you allow it. Your time is a sacred thing, and it is something that is so vital. Utilize a calendar. Utilize a planner. If you have the funds in your church to have a secretary, utilize him or her to make sure that they are able to have your time fully managed and accounted for and protect it. Utilize time. Find little times of escape because if you don't, you will manage yourself right into the ground. And so protect your time. 
realize that it's important to be able to say no. No is the hardest word of a minister, I think, many times, except for when it maybe comes to doctrine. But apart from that, when it comes to, hey, pastor, can you do this? Can you counsel this? Can you marry this couple? Can you do this, this, and this? We like to be yes men, and that's not protecting our time. And if we don't protect our time, we don't protect ourselves, and that's when burnout happens. And so protect your time. Utilize your time wisely. Make sure that you have your days set apart right, that you have a good management system of when you do sermon preparation, how you do that. And this is extremely vital if you're bivocational and you have to work full time and then do pastoral ministry on the side because of this, the way things are. You need to be vital in protecting your time. And that's where transparency comes in. And I also believe in the importance of having a plurality of elders Because this allows you to delegate work within the church and ministry within the church amongst those elders. And this helps protect your time and their time as well. And then finally, you need to appreciate the counsel of your elders and other pastors. You know, one of the things that um, it's very easy to do when you're hard charging in your first year of ministry is to think, You've got all the right answers, and you're going to go into this place and change it all and just make it better, and the church is going to just fall at your feet, wooing at every decision you made, wooing at every vision that you've come forth, and then guess what? You get your first business meeting, and everything gets shot down, and you're just kind of like, and you do one of two things. You either just become a doormat, where you say, you know what, they're going to govern this church from here on out, and I'm just going to be a, a passive you know, person all in all of this, and whatever happens, happens. Or you become prideful and arrogant and say, you know what, I don't care that you people don't like this. We're going to do it, and you're either on board or you're off board. Um, this is where having the counsel of your elders as well as your other pastors Uh, as well as other pastors from other churches, are so vital. Be willing to reach out and take help. We cannot do this alone, brothers. It is not good that man should be alone, and that is especially the case for pastors. Surround yourself with faithful um, pastors who will give you biblical wisdom, who will pray for you, who will give you excellent um, critique at times, and the same thing with your elders. Uh, with the elders be willing to hear their counsel see yourself as one of them not above them that is the big greatest golden rule of elders that though i am the lead or the teaching elder at our church i am one of many elders who sits among them not above them and i need to heed their counsel and they've given me wisdom which I never thought I would. I don't. I honestly, I don't think I ever would have came up myself. And that wisdom has been vital to the success of my ministry and to the health of the people and the members of our church. And so I say to you: surround yourself by a group of faithful men who are elders or pastors who can give you the wisdom necessary to help overcome many of the situations you're going to arise that are going to rise, um, dealings and ordeals that come about in your church that you honestly have no idea how to address how to address or how to answer these pastors these elders will be able to give that wisdom to you so appreciate their counsel seek it out and go to it often 
So those are my six principles for every first-year minister, a minister going into the ministry, establishing a new ministry, going into a new church. And But I believe these principles can go and, and should go throughout the entirety of your ministry. And I believe they will help protect you as a pastor, protect your family, protect your ministry, and not only that, but serve to help grow and equip the churches that you minister to. Preach the word, pray, pray, and pray some more. Prioritize your family, practice transparency, protect your time, and appreciate the counsel of your elders and other pastors. I'm sure there's so many more, but there are so, those are six things that I think if you do and implement in your ministry, it will be a great blessing to you and your congregation. God bless and have a great rest of your day.